live from the Chicago Sun-Times Chicago Reader Studio on Racine Avenue, this is The Ben Jarofsky Show. Today on the program, it's the return of David Glowatz, a.k.a. Mr. Bike. And now your host, also Mr. Bike. He loves riding his bike. Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Yeah, hello, everybody. Ben Jarofsky here. Dave Glowatz in the studio. Let's get down to the big issue of the day, Lincoln Yards, the update. You're uh, the world's foremost authority on the Lincoln Yards TIF deal. You're probably the only guy outside of the lawyers who actually read the contract. Uh, I don't know if Lori Lightfoot has even read the contract. She must have somebody who works for her read it. You've reported uh, extensively on this huge TIF deal, which was passed. What was it? April. April. God, time is flying. We'll commit hundreds of millions of dollars to redevelop one corner of the city that's right near the hideout. 54 Uh, acres between Corlin Avenue to the north, North Avenue to the south, the river to the east, and roughly Elston to the west. And uh, a lawsuit was filed shortly thereafter. Give us the update on all this. Well, as your listeners might know, the Lincoln Yards development is going to be something around 6,000 residential units, tens of thousands of commercial square feet uh, being developed over the next 10 years. And there's a city subsidy about $1.3 billion, which will go to the developer, Sterling Bay, to build things like roads, bridges, an extension to a bike trail, the 606 trail, through and in Lincoln Yards. That work hasn't been done yet, though a contract has been signed between the city and Sterling Bay. But in the midst of all that, right after the contract was signed, two nonprofit organizations, Grassroots Collaborative and Razor Hand for Illinois Public Education, filed a lawsuit against the city. They're trying to do two things. They're trying to stop construction of Lincoln Yards with an injunction and the approval of any further tax increment financing districts. The allegation the plaintiffs make is that the state law, which is the Tax Increment Allocation Redevelopment Act, requires the area to be blighted in order to provide the subsidy. And granted, it looked blighted after the existing development, which was the Finkel Steel foundry was torn down. It looks blighted. It looks like, you know, the surface of the moon. And there was a city fleet management facility, which was also torn down. So the city claimed that the area is now blighted and so (laughs) deserving of a subsidy. Okay. So the plaintiffs say, no, it's not blighted. So it doesn't meet those criteria. Basically, the plaintiffs say, stop this thing. Don't let it go further until there's some remedy. They filed this lawsuit shortly after the contract was let in April. Most recently, July 3rd, the city filed a motion essentially asking for the lawsuit to get tossed, Mm. saying that these plaintiffs have no standing. So the city says the lawsuit should be dismissed because essentially the plaintiffs have no cause to say that they're being injured Mm. by this development. So in a broad sense, any defendant, which in this case the city, is going to try to get the thing tossed out on the first possible sort of invalidation, this case being no standing. We could also talk about why the Lightfoot administration went down this path. Yes, good question. Answer that. Well, the question is invited because Lori Lightfoot took a pretty vocal stand. Mayor Lightfoot, before she was mayor, took a pretty vocal stand against this development. So there was some speculation and hope on the part of the plaintiffs that her law department would say, you know what, you're right. 
let's not do this. Let's not do this development. Let's stand back and let's see if we can come to some settlement here. But instead, they've done what defendants normally do in these cases, as I say, try to get it tossed due to no standing. Mm -hmm. Now, the parties always want generally to go to a settlement rather than go to court Mm -hmm. because the more that they go to court, the more that they are likely to incur higher fees for whatever side loses. We see this repeatedly in police abuse cases, right? Police brutality cases almost never go to court. They're almost always settled by the city and the plaintiffs for tens of thousands or tens of millions of dollars. So to me, this would be a pretty understandable tactic on the part of the Lightfoot administration to just put this first you know, hurdle up as a tactic to negotiation uh-huh. with grassroots collaborative and raise your hand. So what do you think, ultimately, if it does come down to a negotiation, what is Lori Lightfoot looking for from grassroots? In other words, does she want to continue with the uh, TIF project itself and then she's looking to see what it'll take to get them to leave? Or does she want to dismiss the, the TIF deal? First of all, I don't think Lincoln Yards is going to stop. It's going to get built. Mm-hmm. The subsidy is codified in city ordinance. So that would be a tricky thing to get pulled back. The thing that she has a little bit of, she has some leverage on, which is the thing that I've been interested in from a journalist standpoint, is how quickly and completely the subsidy is provided. And that's where she has wiggle room because all the subsidy, Ben, is for public property, for roads and bridges, not specifically for the development. The subsidy of $1.3 billion specified in the TIF agreement, the TIF ordinance and the redevelopment agreement is a ceiling. In other words, they could spend 100000 It's not a mandated that they spend that. So these tactics might give her, start to give her some wiggle room to say, you know what, we're not going to spend $200 million on an Elson-Ashland intersection redo. We're going to spend $100 million. It was things along those lines, ways to sort of scale it back a little bit. I see. So that, that's to me the most likely outcome. So she'll use this lawsuit as a justification to scale back the project and telling the developer, I have no choice. This lawsuit is forcing me to do this. All right. I didn't even get to tell you about my TIFF column, but we'll talk about that next time you're on the show. Deal. Deal. Very good. Thank you very much, Dave Glatz. 